How you doing guys? Hope you're well. My name is Jay Bardwaj and this is Think Football. So as you know, in recent years, West Ham have become a lot stronger. I mean, signings like Ben Rama, Suchek and even keeping hold of Declan Rice has been so beneficial for them. And obviously, and now in form Antonio, it's been amazing for them. So today, I thought as though it's only good to talk about their recent signings, their recent rise and success. And I have no one better to do that with than a West Ham fan himself. He's a DJ located in East London and goes by the name of DJ Raj Sond. Cheers for having me, Jay. Yeah. All right, then let's get started then. So um, might as well move on to the transfers. All right, so obviously West Ham had a pretty good transfer window. I mean, they got Kurt Zuma, Crow yeah. on um, loan. Yeah. You got uh, Vlasic as well. Yeah, so they made pretty big signings. <clears throat> and it's, it's kind of gone... Um, Unnoticed a bit, you know, because obviously the likes of Ronaldo and Messi taking a shine away yeah, from but, West Ham. I mean, that that's a good thing at the end of the day for West Ham. Yeah. We can keep our players silent. No, exactly. The clubs will be like, who have you signed? Don't know, mate. Yeah. We ain't got to know that. But um, at the end of the day, this is also like a big step for West Ham because obviously from last season where they did amazingly in... Uh, the league and now they have the Europa League coming yeah. up they need the transfers and what Moyes has done is he's worked pretty well with it that's the thing he's actually rather than just sit back and be like yeah I, th- I think we can cope how we are he's been like right no this is where we need to improve he's gone bang got Zuma I think which is a massive signing Yeah. I mean don't get me wrong he's um, he, I, I think he's Chelsea's third so he was Chelsea's third best centre back Yeah. and for you lot to grab him for only 34 million which it's, it's a bargain. It is. To be honest, when it comes down to getting transfers, obviously West Ham aren't known for doing anything during no, the transfer yeah. season, are we? Um, but it's good to see, you know, the club actually finally responding to a positive uh, way to end the league. Yeah. Obviously, they want to build themselves up. They want to get better. They want to do better things, get better players. And... It's also with help of the fans. Unfortunately, with COVID, no one's been there. Yeah. But when the fans came back in the first game of the season, uh, I was watching it, unfortunately, through the TV. I wanted yeah. to be there, but watched it through the TV. But I saw the atmosphere the fans bring, and I'll tell you, it was the best thing ever. Mm. I love it. It's Fans football, make football, don't they? Exactly. It's Football is created... It, it's, it's made by the fans for the fans. Yeah. They're, we're the ones that bring in the revenue. We're the ones that, you know, allow people to um, buy players, in fact. Yeah. Because we're the ones that buying the merchandise, tickets, uh, TV sales to watch it. It's it's mad. But, you know, it's it's a lovely thing to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, obviously they did miss some signing Lingard. Oh. I mean, Lingardinho, you know, he, he was brilliant on loan, wasn't he? He, he was brilliant. He was a very key player for us last season. And... To, for him not to even uh, be signed was a brave move by Moyes. Yeah. He saw how much Lingard actually made the team work. He Lingard brought the team together. Yeah. Yeah, we did uh, play all right. But from last season's start compared to this season's, yeah. it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, all because of one player. Because obviously Lingard brought everyone together mm. and he's uh, created chances. He's helped everyone out. But Moyes not signing him is a brave move yeah. on his behalf. But could you say like Ben Rama's kind of shifted into that role now? Because recently he's been he's been on form. He, I mean, he has. Yeah, he's already scored two goals. Has it been? I think anyway. I 
I mean, Antonio's yeah. on form now. Antonio's been on form for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's one of those underrated players that no one really talks about unless you're watching the game. Yeah. I mean, he's, the only problem with him is he's injury prone. That's the only problem I see with him. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, because if they can get him a full season without any injuries, he can bag at least 20 goals, in my opinion. Easy, easy. He he has the technicality. He has the physicality. Like, I mean, look at the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he has the skill set for it. The only problem is I, he just gets injured, like yeah. you said. It's it's useless <laughs> for us because now we have man down. But at the end of the day, he's done wonders for us. No, yeah, definitely. When he's on the pitch. yeah. And I mean, if you had to rate their summer transfer window out of 10, what would you give it? This season has been a good 8. It's been yeah, a good I, I'd say eight. as well. I feel like the only downfall has probably just been missing out on Lingard. Yeah. But other than that, I think it's been perfect for you lot. They, I mean, they've made signings where yeah. they need to. I mean, Ariola on loan. That is... That's amazing. That's a good move. Because if yeah. they can get him permanently after as well, uh, that, that is a strong move. Let, let's um, hope we do. Because obviously with Lingard, there was prospects of him coming to West Ham. Yeah. Permanently, but... I guess I guess it just came down to um, money. I think it was down to money as well. Yeah. Because obviously Lingard is. I mean, and also I mean they've got Ronaldo now. He probably yeah. won just for the sake of playing with Ronaldo. He may have stayed. I, I mean, don't know how it is let's let's is. be honest here. Yeah, you're a Liverpool supporter. I'm a West Ham supporter. If we played for our clubs. Yeah. And we had the chance to go to United to play with Ronaldo. I'm sorry, I'm missing that chance. Yeah. I will take that chance. Mm. I won't play against him because I think if I play against him and I look at him dead in the eye, I will just casually be like here you go mate here's the goal no one on part of it I've just got to watch your amazing game yeah yeah alright so let's talk about the two CDMs we've got Declan Rice and Suchek yeah who do you think offers more to the team oh okay <clears throat> uh, so this question is there's a, there's a big answer to this because put it like this Declan Rice has been there for quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. He's offered so much from the team from when he was a young starter, what he's doing now. Yeah. Which is absolutely wonders. Now, don't get me wrong. He's had a glow up as well, which <laughs> adds to his value. <laughs> um, but Suchek, I, I wasn't really expecting Suchek to actually come to the team. When I found out that he did, it was quite a nice little, a nice little uh, surprise. Yeah. Because obviously back when Suchek did come, uh, Moyes, I think, just taken over in it i think yeah 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 it was either he just taken over or it was by the end of like the previous manager's reign yeah i think it was and obviously with Moyes, we've seen what Moyes can do at other clubs yeah he's absolutely useless with other clubs let's be honest he, i mean he, he done well with everton but then after that well with, then when, you've also got him at man united as well yeah that was dreadful was absolutely shocking yeah but um to see Moyes actually making transfers to help the team yeah you're just like whoa as a fan you're just like whoa but to uh, uh look at it clinically and everything both players are just as uh valuable to the team yeah so they provide a lot to each other and having that partnership there yeah. in the center is a strong partnership because obviously you have uh Declan's uh defensive mindset yeah and then you got Suchek's attacking mindset yeah yeah and obviously they're both in the middle. They create the chances. And even when they do score the goals, mm. it's wicked. Like, they start it and they finish it. Yeah. And that's a rare thing to see at the moment. Yeah. Unless you're Ronaldo or Messi. No, exactly. But I also think that maybe not the next summer, the summer after, I, Declan Rice is gone. I thought as though either Chelsea, United or City are going to come in with big money for him. 
and money that West Ham just simply can't afford. You know, and I can see him going because yeah. don't get me wrong, West Ham have had a really, really good rise. But Declan Rice is going to want Champions League football of course pretty much every season. I mean, at the end, like, we've seen him in the Europa, uh, uh, Euros. Yeah. Yeah, he was in England's final squad. He wants the um, challenging part of the game. He doesn't want it easy or he doesn't want to be at a place where there's barely any chances for him. Yeah. Not saying West Ham aren't giving him chances. Yeah. They've shaped him into the player he is today. But because he's still a young player, he's what, 25, 26 years old? Yeah. Yeah, he has potential to do absolutely wonders and be amazing for himself. Mm. And if he does go to places like Chelsea, United, uh, even uh, uh, overseas, I see him doing well because yeah. he's built such a foundation for himself. He will uh, do well. Mm. The thing is, I feel that I think it'll be perfect at Man United. That's because they're literally missing Declan Rice. They've got. Obviously, they got Pogba midfield, Bruno. Yeah. But McTominay is not. He's not up there. He did. You know, he, he doesn't offer that reassurance for the back line. He really doesn't, in my opinion. I think if they had someone like Declan Rice in there, that would be amazing. But looking looking at the team, looking at actually how West Ham are set out. Yeah. Who would you get to replace him? For... I mean, there's options. There's options. You've got players like Basuma. Yeah. You know, who's obviously been literally on fire recently yeah I mean but you need a kind of Fabinho like player don't you someone just to sit back dictate the play whilst you let Suchek run up because if you put Suchek as a sole CDM I don't he, think he'll he do he won't work he needs that partnership he needs him. it he needs not, that attacking freedom as well because he can attack Suchek yeah not saying he has the uh, he can't work by himself but because obviously his attacking mindset he needs someone to back him up if yeah. it goes wrong and it's the whole point of it yeah Alright then, so let's talk about David Moyes. I mean, he, he's been pretty pretty good to West Ham, hasn't he? Oh, what are we talking about? Moyes' uh, first reign? Okay, yeah, first, no, first reign, let's try, let's, <laughs> let's try and forget about uh, it. Forget I feel like in the second reign, he just went rain, all yeah. out. He's like, listen, this is probably going to be my last chance here at West Ham. You know, he properly got the team going. You know, I don't know how he motivated them like crazy because after the Manuel Pellegrini reign... That they were dreadful, in my opinion. Well, when Manu, uh, Manuel Pellegrini turned up, there was hope. Ex-Man City manager. I thought he was going to do brilliantly. That's what I thought. I genuinely was like, yo, he's going to be here. He's going to save us. We have our Lord and Saviour. But a uh, few games in. Yeah, mate, we got this. After that, there was a lot of words were said. A lot of words were said. and um, yeah. Rightfully so, though, because... They were like relegation battle at one point, were they? We were, yeah. We were, yeah. Um, that, was, that, was yeah. that was bad. I remember really being scared. I, I remember being at sixth form when this was actually going on. First, I think it was first year. Um, and both my mates there. One was oh, no. Sporter, one was <laughs> and I was directly in the middle. And I was just like, I ain't even got a competition yeah. here, you know. <laughs> at that point, it was Tottenham and Liverpool in the uh, Champions League final as well. Yeah, yeah. And that was... Uh, you know, we all know Tottenham ain't gonna win no trophies anytime <laughs> soon. Let's be honest here. Um, but yeah, I remember just being having my team mocked because we were on relegation battle, which was crazy. But then, no West Ham, we'd have a lucky break and make through it because we've always had that lucky break. And uh, Touchwood, uh, you know. Uh, we're doing well. We're doing really well. The start of the season, absolutely amazing. Yeah. 
Um, and as much as I want that to carry on, I don't want it to fluff up. Um, but with Moyes, in his first reign, when he was at first, when he was first at West Ham, I think he played it safe. He played it way too safe because he was obviously. Uh, where was he before that? He was at United, I think it was. I think, I think it was, yeah. 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 So he obviously come to a bottom, uh, bottom uh, uh, table team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not expecting what would happen, and he played it safe like he played at United, and which didn't lead him to getting a very good success rate out there. Mm. But in his second. Uh, Rain that he had here, he took a lot more risks. Yeah. He bought. He, he if he couldn't buy, he'd loan him. Yeah. He'd do whatever he could to get that player here because he knew that he'd be a fit for the club. Yeah. And I think he made himself more comfortable because he was like, you know, if he screws up, where else would he go? Mm. He's been kicked out of practically every club within a year, as yeah. far as I can remember. And um, you know, he's done West Ham so amazingly. Like, don't get me wrong, I've slated Moyes off so many times. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what happens when you just start. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, clock sometimes. You know, I mean, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. But um, he he's done absolutely wonders, and I highly rate the guy for it. Yeah. You know, it, it takes a lot for you to come in of someone's mistakes and correct them. It's just like when uh, uh, after Ferguson's reign at United, no one has ever been able to. Even get close to what he yeah, was. Able I still to. don't think Oli will. <laughs> no chance. He, even though he's got Ronaldo, he, he he might have one of the best players yeah, in the world. They'll probably win the FA Cup at most, in my opinion. <laughs> FA Cup. <laughs> Ronaldo will be happy yeah. with the FA Cup. Um, but Ole, he ex-Man United player. Yeah. You know, thinking he knows it. He's had a massive shock at one point where they just weren't winning anything. Um, but he's doing all right now. But yeah, like I said, like I was saying. No one's gonna get to close. No one's gonna get to as close as. No one will, ever. I don't think any manager will. He, he was such an amazing manager. But do you know what he was? He was straightforward with his players, and he was strict. Because I remember, I can't remember exactly the story, but I remember reading it uh, as like an interview article, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was off one of the games during halftime, and one of the players messed up. Ferguson dragged him aside, and just. Gave him a right bollocking in front of everyone, yeah. and that's what I like in a manager. As a manager, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be feared. You're supposed to be a feared leader. You're yeah. the one that's guiding your team to win. But, he was also um, passionate, wasn't he? He was very. You know, and that, that's why I feel like a lot of the a lot of the players just followed him because yeah, he was straight. Yeah, he could be scary, but then you know he loved the club and so did the players, which even motivated them even more. Still to this day, he's yeah. passionate. Like you see that video of him when Ronaldo is. I don't know what year it is, how many times he won Champions League with Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, Ferguson's waiting there, waiting for Ronaldo, saying hi, congratulations to all the players. As soon as he sees Ronaldo, you know, I think he, I think Ronaldo was also one of the players uh, that was scouted by yeah. Ferguson. It was yeah. him and yeah. De Gea. Yeah. And I have no idea where De Gea's gone. <laughs> is he still there? Is he still there? He's, he's been a bit useless, I can't have for United. Yeah, these last couple of years, he just yeah. doesn't seem to exist. Yeah. But, you see what that type of manager is like, and I think Moyes has kind of, sort of taken a leaf out of his book. Yeah. Taking chances, taking risks, doing whatever you can mm. to make the club work. And that's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's just go a bit briefly then. Europa League chances. What are we saying? I'm saying round 16. I mean, West Ham haven't been in Europa League in God knows how many years. 
and it's going to be a struggle for them, especially keeping keeping up with all the games as well as the Premier League, yeah. FA Cup. You know, it's going to take a toll on the first squad. Definitely, definitely, and that, this is where the depth has to kind of step up a bit. Yeah, their substitutes and that kind of stuff. And I think this is where Moyes has actually played a good card because he's tried to obviously, well, he has uh, bought and loan players, so to keep a few of the current first team squad on the bench. Yeah. For big games such as FA Cup, Europa League, is a is a good thing. Yeah, that's what you want. I feel as though for Europa League, they should go all out. If they want a trophy this year, they should go all out because obviously they're not going to win the Prem. Oh, yeah, obviously yeah. not. FA they, Cup, do, they do have a good fighting chance to be top five, top six. They do, they do, yeah. they do. But I wouldn't say in terms of actually winning it, I don't think they've got a consistent consistency for that. But if you're talking about the Europa League. If they go all out for it, they could have a real chance, in my opinion. Because there aren't many, many strong teams there, you know? No, there isn't. Uh, to be honest, with you saying round the 16, we can say the same thing about Tottenham. Tottenham don't ever really get into the Champions League. Yeah, they're, they're in they the do. conference thing now. I don't even know what that is. I didn't no, know no. that existed until Tottenham, what, they were like eighth in the league? And now they're in some conference league. No idea what that is. No idea. It's like below the European <laughs> yeah, League. Yeah, um, but let, let's put it like this. With Tottenham, they've never been in the Champions League. They haven't won a trophy. And they got to the final of it. Yeah. So you can't really underestimate the underdog. Yeah. So West Ham, I my prediction, I would say either quarterfinal or semi-final. Oh, because yeah. unfortunately, I've seen it in the past, and West Ham do not work well. Yeah. When it comes to that sort, when it comes to those games, semi-final, quarterfinal. But if they do pass it and go straight to the final, I believe they have a massive chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day. They've been in it, well, they were in it once before, but they were kicked out after losing every game. Yeah. Which was amazing. And this was like when Piat was, Piat got in the, got him into Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good season for us as well. But uh, after that, yeah, it just hasn't been there. So West Ham need to, they can't be um, overconfident in the game. Either. No, they can't. I mean, yeah, these teams aren't going to be the strongest teams. Yeah. But it's football. Anything can happen in football. Exactly. You know? I would never have thought Villarreal were going to win the last Europa League. No chance. Well, Man United would have battered them in the final. But they won. You say that. Villarreal are actually a very good underdog team. They are. They're very that, strong. Yeah, I'm, I was proven wrong massively. Yeah. And I hold my hands up to that. But um, that's what I love about football, isn't it? You never know what's going to happen. It's such an unpredictable game. Yeah. But obviously, we can't go back to the good old days of prime Barca, prime AC Milan, yeah. prime United. Those were the days where, days. you know, football is basically a fixed thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're versing one of those squads, you're not winning, mate. Just yeah. Pack your bags and go on. <laughs> Alright then, so is that a wrap for today then, yeah? Yeah, man. All Thank right, you so... so much for having me. Yeah, cheers for coming on, cheers for coming on. I'll put his link in the um, description in Insta. So make sure you follow my page and yeah, see you guys soon. See ya.